0: healthy for good. Join me each week for a new episode that'll help you sustain healthy habits and nourish your body so you can flourish in life. When it comes to nutrition, does it feel like you know what to do, you're just not doing it? Or maybe you find yourself stuck in this annoying all or nothing cycle. If it sounds like I'm reading your diary, well, that was my diary for a while too. And it's also the story of the thousands of women I've personally coached. That's why I created Flourish, the nutrition and body image support app made for women. If you recognize that diets don't work, but just not dieting isn't helping you feel your best either, download Flourish today. Your first live session with one of our credentialed nutrition and psychology experts is totally free, no credit card required. From there, you'll continue your journey with personalized accountability and support so that once you graduate from Flourish, you'll never need another nutrition program again. So head to the show notes and download Flourish for iOS or Android today. listening to the Nutritional Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Siegel, registered dietitian, founder of Nutritional Freedom, and total stationary nerd who's sharing episodes each week to help you ditch diets and get healthy for good. We'll dive into what really works when it comes to creating sustainable nutrition and health habits, ways to improve your body image, and how all of this helps you live a life that's in alignment with your values. Because that's what really matters, right? Let's dive in. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Nutritional Freedom Podcast. You know, I was on a call with someone the other day and she was like, You're from Texas. Why don't you have an accent? And as I opened this podcast with a hey y'all, I thought maybe it kind of sounded like I did. But alas, I don't know. I think it may have something to do with the fact that my parents grew up in Florida, not Texas. And, you know, Houston's a big city. We're not, you know, out here riding on horses not that you need to ride a horse to have a southern accent but i digress let's let's get let's get to the point let's get to the meat of today's discussion cuz i have a lot of ground to cover with you we're talking about dealing with family diet talk specifically around the holidays which we are very much in the thick of right now it is december 7th as i record this and we're going to get into the tactical practical stuff as we do but before that i just want to Open up with a discussion about why we even talk about diets as much as we do. First of all, they're just so incredibly prevalent. Okay. I've shared this statistic before, but I'm going to share it here again to offer you just some perspective and some context as you continue through the holiday season. So get this over 60% of American women are dieting at any given moment. Over 60%. That is almost two-thirds. Two out of three women. So think about who you spend your holidays with. Think about the women in that group. Two out of three of them are going to be dieting at the the holiday dinner table, okay? It is what they're going to be engaging in. It is what they're in all likelihood going to be consumed by because if you've been on a diet before, you know how all-consuming they can be. And the truth is like diet culture is, it's just everywhere. We are constantly faced with this messaging about what we should eat or what we shouldn't eat or what we should look like, how much we should weigh. And so of course, dieting is is often top of mind. And what's interesting is that dieting can be top of mind. Yes, when you're dieting, and even if you've actually already committed to ditching diets, that is something that um, I see our members go through all the time is like this heightened awareness when they first start doing the work in nutritional freedom of just how prevalent dieting and diet culture is. Okay, so why do we talk about diets so much? Well, first of all, they are just everywhere. The other thing that I think about sometimes when it comes to this question is, You know, I think that for a lot of people, talking about diets or food or weight loss, it hits this like conversational sweet spot, right? So, you know, it's not as boring or, you know, kind of as trite as like talking about the weather, but it also doesn't actually require like a high level of creativity or true vulnerability. And because so many women, are dieting and have been dieting for so long, it's often just assumed that talking about diets or talking about weight loss is gonna be like hashtag relatable, right? I want you to think about it. Like, how many times have you connected with another woman, whether that's a friend, a distant relative, a coworker, meaning like someone you're either very close to or someone you're not necessarily all that close to? How many times have you connected with another woman about what you're eating, what you're not eating? You know, how much you ate, regretting eating too much, the weight that you've gained, the weight that you've lost, the workout that you're doing. I mean, I've done it all the time. Like (laughs) I have certainly been there. And and in truth, in many ways, I think there have been times where I found a very safe space in that conversation. Right. Like, I mean, geez, how awkward is it to be in a conversation with someone and just like not know what to say? So I would find, you know, a safe space in that type of conversation, in that diet talk until I just didn't anymore, until I just realized, you know, how triggering diet talk can be both for myself and for others. Okay. So I'm going to assume that if you're here, you're probably in kind of like one or one of two stages. So you're either like dabbling in diets or you're ditching diets. So if you're dabbling in diets, you're you're just kind of on the fence, right? So you're here, obviously. Hello, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> you're here and a lot of what I share on the podcast and on social media really resonates with you. And you also think about, you know, rejoining Weight Watchers or re-downloading my Fitness Pal or doing another Whole30. You you think about it pretty frequently. And I just, I just want to be very clear. Like it is so normal to be in this place. It is so normal to feel like you've got these two kind of opposing ideologies pulling you in opposite directions. It's, you know, kind of like you've got your gut telling you that the diets aren't working, but the outside world and your Aunt Cheryl is telling you that the next one still might. Okay. So if you are still dabbling in diets, it's just really important for you to remain in tune with your internal voice and just be aware that being around excessive diet talk this holiday season can cross some wires. Okay. And for that reason, I am very glad you're here. All right. Now, let's say you're ditching diets. You've committed. Now, you may still feel that same pull every once in a while, the, the pull to do another whole 30 or to go back on my fitness pal, whatever. That's just because diet culture is a cockroach. It just doesn't die. <laughs> it just shape shifts, right? But you're committed, right? So you feel the pull, but you know, you recognize that you're just having that urge. And then your internal voice comes in and it's just a little bit louder. It's just a little bit louder, kind of reminding you that. Diets never work long-term. And still, you can be vulnerable to the diet talk from family members, especially if a lot of those dieting behaviors were enforced or inspired by family members, right? So there's this really interesting thing I see in new members. You know, our new members are in this ditching diets phase of their journey, And they want to rush into, they get, you know, this knowledge, they have this like massive, just like mindset shift and awakening. And so they want to rush into kind of like anti-diet advocacy, which is, I mean, it's amazing. It's awesome. It's incredible. And it's really challenging. Okay. So let's, let's just start there. When faced with diet talk, no matter where you are in your journey, I want to be very clear That your number one priority is just protecting your own journey. Okay. So self-preservation comes before education or advocacy or preaching or whatever it is that you want to call it. I know, you know, when you're revved up on this journey, you can feel like this like anti-diet warrior going into battle to make your Aunt Sharon understand the, the dangers of weight stigma and how diet culture is rooted in white supremacy. And if that's, you know, a conversation that you're ready for, that is incredible. Like, do not, <laughs> do not let me stop you. Like, go for it. We obviously, I mean, we need to have more of these types of conversations to be happening all the time, not, not just around the holidays. But if you're not quite there yet, you're not quite ready to have those types of conversations, that's okay too. Again, the most important thing you need to do is to protect your own journey, protect your own peace here. Okay, so how do you do that? Here's a great tip. You can leave. I know that like sounds a little bit dramatic. Like maybe you just excuse yourself and you go to the bathroom or you like go, you know, kind of over around the stairwell and scroll through TikTok for a minute while everyone's talking about their plans for January and going on a whole 30. Or, you know, maybe you just excuse yourself to get a drink. Either way, you leave the conversation. And you can do that in a way that doesn't call attention to you, or you can set a very clear boundary. You can say, hey, Aunt Sharon, I think I called you Cheryl earlier. Sorry about that. Hey, Aunt Sharon, I am you know, doing this work of finding food neutrality, pursuing health in a different way, and not dieting. It's really difficult for me when I Hear you talking about diets, and listen. You can do whatever it is that you want to do, and I and I support you doing that. But I just can't really engage in this type of conversation with you. So if we're not able to to change the subject and talk about something else, I'm I'm just going to have to leave. And I it's I have all the love for you, but I just can't really have this type of conversation right now. Okay. Oftentimes, when you know we talk about boundary setting, I think we think about like you know, the line in the sand and getting really like serious. I think you can set boundaries in a clear, but also kind of like lighthearted way and with love and maybe even with a little bit of humor, right? But again, what I'm getting at here is that when you're facing family diet talk, you can always leave. Again, whether you announce your exit or not, okay? Something else you can do is simply change the subject, right? You can pivot to a a great movie that you just watched or, hey, what's the best thing that you just, you know, what's the best thing you've ever purchased for $100 or less? That's a really fun question. I think that's a Tim Ferriss question. Change the subject. Like I said, I think it is so common for us to turn back to talking about diets when we feel like we don't really have anything else to talk about, but we don't wanna talk about the weather come up with something else and listen if you know that you've got you know a, a family situation in which diet talk is super prevalent prepare like literally after you listen to this podcast spend seven and a half minutes writing down different conversation topics that you can bring to the table right don't just like wing it <laughs> go in with an actual plan put it in like the note section of your iPhone and then when you know it's the chatter starts. you can pull your phone out and pivot the conversation somewhere else. okay? You can also choose to share your story. Now, this is you know kind of a, a next level strategy. These aren't really in any in any type of order, but I do think that this is a more advanced strategy. And if you are in a situation with your family where you feel very comfortable being open and vulnerable and it is safe for you to do so, you can share maybe the ways in which you've struggled like hey i i know that you're really excited about doing keto in january i know i've tried that before and honestly it just made me feel like really disconnected with my body i you know my digestive system just didn't love it and i got like really obsessed with the scale and measuring the carbs and every single thing i ate and it just really took away from everything else in my life it made my life really small and you know with that i just don't really want to spend my holiday talking about diets okay so again you can share your story and i think that is very disarming right oftentimes when um you know you're talking to a family member or a friend whoever it is um when you're talking to a family member and they're telling you about the diet that they're on they're oftentimes just looking for Maybe it's that connection, but oftentimes it's also validation that, that they're seeking and it's not anything personal to you. And yet, again, your goal still needs to be to protect your own journey. And if you say something like, diets don't work, that's stupid. That can really um, you know, make the other person feel a little bit defensive. But if you can disarm them with your story – And, you know, maybe approach the conversation with some compassion for where they are, with some curiosity, like, you know, have they ever thought about it this way? You're going to get much further. And again, remember that the aim of this conversation may not be to change your aunt or uncle's plan for January. Your aim here is to protect your own peace, okay? Being a dietitian, everyone loves to tell me about their diets. Right it uh, talk about a common you know conversation topic, oh, what do you do? Like oh, I'm you know a dietitian i I run a company called Nutritional Freedom. Oh my gosh, I've had someone ask me, what's the best way to lose you know quick weight before a wedding? I have people give me like their verbal food diaries. I mean, if you want to talk about diets with people, become a dietitian <laughs> because that's all. You know, that is the neural pathway that we have in our brain, right? Nutrition equals diet. Not true, but here we are. And even I, you know, I, I do this professionally. I, I help women leave diets and prioritize their health in a sustainable way. That is my job. And yet, even I don't want to do that with everyone, right? Sometimes that's exhausting. And sometimes, you know, if it's a family member, It's not the time nor the place. So my kind of like keep it in my back pocket response is, I'm so glad you found something that works for you. And I honestly mean that, right? If I've said this before on the podcast, like if keto or Whole30 or Weight Watchers or whatever it is, if that works for you, that is totally fine. That is totally fine and great, and I really am genuinely glad that you found something that works for you. I'm here for all the people who recognize, okay, that's not working for me. What do I do now? Okay? But what's, what's great about this, this statement, I'm so glad you found something that works for you, is that it gives the person on the other side of this conversation, it gives them that little validation that they're looking for, which, hey, we all need a little validation from time to time. Nothing wrong with that. And it kind of like, I just imagine this like force field going up around you, right? It's kind of like saying, good for you, not for me. Now, listen, if in response to, I'm so glad you found something that works for you, if the other person is, says something like, oh yeah, you should totally do it too, then you may need to say something like, yep, good for you, not for me. You know, I've, I've, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing the dieting thing anymore, but I think it's awesome that you feel so excited about it. Again, like setting these boundaries and, and addressing the family diet talk, it doesn't need to be this like combative, anxiety-ridden thing. It's really all about you kind of setting an intention at the beginning or rather prior to the event thinking, how, how can I protect my own peace here? And that may mean like, okay, I'm going to remove myself from the diet talk and I'm not going to necessarily like, you know, confront every single person at the table. You, you get to decide. And again, that's going to be dependent on your family situation. It's going to be dependent on where you are in your journey. And, and it's really and truly like up to you. But regardless, you got to protect your peace. All right. I hope you found this episode helpful, short and sweet. You don't got time for, you know, diatribes about the diet talk thing, but I would love to know... How, how it's going for you this year. Uh, like I said before, this holiday season is a strange one. So let me know how it's going. Send me a direct message on Instagram. You can find it linked in the show notes below. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye.